You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show, post-game show, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Happy Victory Monday to you, but Bills Mafia, AFC East champion, division champions for the fourth straight season in a row it was not impossible but it was definitely improbable but the buffalo bills have absolutely pulled off what we all were struck dude it has been as much as it's funny because on twitter and on facebook everybody's talking about like the heart attacks of like the first half and like what it's been a heart attack since basically week 10 Right. I mean, this whole season has been just a what is going on type of a season, even through the final five game stretch of W's. There was many moments in there where it was just like, what is happening? Not impossible, wildly improbable, but the Buffalo Bills have done it. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, welcome to everybody that is uh, joining me right now. Uh, we are Super Chat Live. Do me a favor, please like, please subscribe, whatever platform you are consuming this podcast, this vidcast on. Uh, if you're on YouTube, it's the thumbs up. Please hit that right now. Uh, if you can leave a review, I would love to have you leave a review about me, about this show, even the network, maybe even about the market dominator. Uh, but uh, it is so awesome to have every single one of you. This is, as I always say, a recording of a podcast. Uh, and what that effectively means is that uh, I am not ignoring the comment section. I just have an outline and I'm trying to get through it. Uh, if you do want to get my attention, Please jump over to YouTube. Please super chat me. Uh, it'll glow on my screen and I'll be able to, it'll get my attention. I'll see it. I'll read it and uh, answer your question, respond to your comment, whatever it is. But as I always like to say, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee at the gym with your AirPods in on the drive to work right now or watching me live as well right now, early in the morning, let me just say one more time. Welcome. It is so good to have you. And this podcast does absolutely find me around a cup of coffee. Drink if you got them. I think that's what the phrase is, right? It is so good to have every single one of you. Welcome to everybody who is jumping into the comment section. Uh, there's way too many of you to name at this point. <laughs> there's a bunch of you here. Uh, just know that I see you, know that I love you, and know that I appreciate you being on with me live. 
before we get the madness started, and it was madness, we're going to talk all about it. Let's take a very brief moment to hear from the show sponsor, John Sp- uh, Spazcheck, the Market Dominator. Introducing the Market Dominator. Folks, I'm John Spaschek, that's right, the Market Dominator, and I am the proud sponsor of the Overreaction Podcast, hosted by my good friend, Joe Miller. You know, his approach is absolutely outstanding. It's excellent. And that's what our approach is when we get into real estate. We help our clients win, just like our beloved team is doing week in and week out. So folks, if you want somebody representing you with the most cutting edge technology, using artificial intelligence and everything we can get our hands on to help you win, you reach out to me directly, 716-570-3298. We will answer our phone. And one more thing, go Bills. Go Bills, Big John, John Spazcheck, longtime show sponsor uh, of the Overreaction Show and uh, of me. Super grateful for John. Look, uh, if you are in the market to buy or sell a home, do what I did and a lot of my friends and even my family have done and give John a call. His team will not let you down. It's a very strange, very tough market, but uh, give John a call, 716-570-3298. That number again, 716-570-3298. In fact, if you would like to, it's what, 8 o'clock in the morning? I don't know what John's doing. Text him, shoot him a text and say happy victory Monday or hashtag victory Monday, maybe throw in a go bills. But uh, thank you, John, so much for everything that you bring to the show. As I just said, happy victory Monday. The Buffalo Bills overcame mistakes and injuries to outlast the Miami Dolphins. Yes, I said outlast. We'll get into it. Don't anybody, this has such, this show has so much potential to go one way or the, or the other as it pertains to reactions from you the listener some of you are probably wildly excited thought the game was perfect because we won and we won the afc east and blah 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 blah. number two seed and others of you are probably upset i saw some reaction on social media where people were just like you know all the all the talking heads ever do is talk about the positive things and like they never bring out the negative things and if you're a watcher of this show that's completely not true and even to the point of i've had to correct myself Several times. I did it again yesterday on social media, on Twitter, uh, when Nick Sirianni got his doors blown off by, or would they play the Giants? Uh, and I basically was like, there was a dude out here in like podcast land that claimed that Sean McDermott was not as good of a coach as Nick Sirianni. Oh, yeah, that dude was me. <laughs> and I said it five weeks ago. Uh, whoops. So, yeah. So that's just one of those things. So just roll with me. I pre- I, or I, I, I guarantee there, there will be something in this show for everybody, whatever fence, whatever sideline, whatever boundary you sit on, there will be something here for you. Uh, hang with me. But uh, the Buffalo Bills go on to defeat the Miami Dolphins 21-14 to to claim their fourth one, not one, not two, not three, their fourth and most improbable cons- uh, consecutive AFC East title in Miami. And I love this quote from Deion Dawkins. Deion Dawkins asked in a press conference yesterday uh, about beating the Dolphins to win the AFC East. And Deion Dawkins says, Miami, this is a direct quote, Miami is our city. Bill's Mafia runs through this place. <laughs> and they show us year after year after year. And we're thankful for them. We're thankful for the fans. It was a home game for us, for sure. That is Deion Dawkins talking about the presence of Bill's Mafia, uh, literally in that stadium to the point where Josh Allen did somewhat of a victory lap in his, we'll call it his home away from home. He went down there after the game had ended and you saw it on TV, I'm sure, as there was just 
massive amounts of Bills fans still in that stadium as all the Dolphins fans, the ones who decided to show up and not sell their tickets. They, they dipped. They were out. They're like, peace out, yo. <laughs> we, got, we got a game in Kansas City to not go to. We got a game in Kansas City to maybe watch or not. Uh, but uh, it's, it, it's, it's great to do it uh, the way that the Bills did it in this game in Miami. What a, what a poetic victory. But, you know, the Buffalo Bills, more importantly, and I, 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 I spent some time on this open. The Buffalo Bills are now that team. The Buffalo Bills are that team. They're one of the greats. And I'm not like hesitant to say it, that they're one of the greats. They're, they've shown this year that they are one of those teams. Well, well, Joe, what do you mean? When you say that they're one of those teams, what are you talking about? The Buffalo Bills are akin to, as much as they haven't won a Super Bowl yet, the Buffalo Bills are akin to the Patriots in 2018, who started the season two and two in a slump. Everybody remembers the the pictures and the and the the video of Tom Brady on the sideline, angry at his wide receivers, screaming at people, trying to get high fives after touchdowns, and nobody would high five him. Like just somewhat of a, not a mess, a little bit of a, a a little bit of an exciting mess for those of us that weren't Patriots fans because we were like, oh my gosh, the dynasty's finally crashing. It's over. Two and two slump, but managed to go on that season to correct it, become AFC East champions and eventually win the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills are akin to the Kansas City Chiefs in 2021, who also started the season in a slump. At one point after seven games, three and four, but managed to go on to win the number one seed in the AFC. Yes, they went to the Super Bowl that year, and they actually, or no, I'm sorry, they got beaten in the AFC Championship that year by the Bengals. But regardless, what I'm talking about is that the Buffalo Bills have become, they are now that team that everyone in their division, not that they didn't before, but everyone in the AFC as well, hates. Because just as that meme that we've all seen in the last couple of weeks of Josh Allen's blown up face in the rearview mirror, and it says objects in this mirror are closer than they appear, the Buffalo Bills have now proven in 2023 that they are always right over your shoulder. It doesn't matter if they're, one game behind you. It doesn't matter if they're two games behind you. It doesn't matter if they're three games behind you. They're right over your shoulder. You've always got to be looking. The Buffalo Bills, while they went through seasons and they went through times of being the hunter, and then they went through a season of being the hunted, the Buffalo Bills are now comfortable in what I would say is almost both roles, being the hunter, which we saw them do over the last five weeks of the season, as well as being the hunted. When the Buffalo Bills were 5 and 5, the Dolphins were 6 and 3. They had a single game lead on the Bills. When the Bills were 6 and 6 and in 11th place in the AFC standings, the Dolphins were 8 and 3 and had a two game lead on the Bills. I think earlier in the season it's possible the, the Dolphins had a three game lead at some point. But just like DK Metcalf, and you've all seen, if you're on Twitter, the 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 video that that uh, the gift that I posted, the video that I posted, that I don't remember at this point who made. But just like DK Metcalf chasing down Buda Baker from the goal line three years ago in Week Seven of the NFL season, Seahawks Cardinals, the Buffalo Bills are that team, the team that has the ability to chase you down, no matter how far out they seem to be including in this football game. Yesterday, Sunday, was January 7th, 1-7. What number does Josh Allen wear? 17. 
Josh Allen is that dude. Josh, as much as we have been more critical of Josh Allen this year than probably ever, Josh Allen is 100% that dude. He's imperfect. He is not a perfect football player. He's probably not. He's given you a perfect football game. He's probably given you a couple. But Josh Allen is never going to be Mr. Perfect. But he is more often than not Mr. Clutch. There were several plays in this football game. My my mind races when I think of all the clutch throws that he made. Yes. Again, I know he made mistakes. We're going to talk about it. But whether it's the the ball that he dropped in the basket to Stephon Diggs on the left side of the field, the, the long pass, uh, some of the other darts that he threw, the one that he threw to Shakir, where Shakir ran out of bounds at the very end, uh, the 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 fourth and ones the, the that he converted, uh, the 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 lot what was it four, third and thirteen where he ran, he basically took off and he was he was left for dead in my mind on the, on that run, that specific run in the fourth quarter on, on one of the last drives several times, and he converted the first down. I still, to this point, don't know how he did not go down. Ended up with, what, 15 yards, 14 or 15 yards for the first, for the first down? The dude, he is just, he's Mr. Clutch. He's been embattled last season a little bit, and even this season, he's taken a lot of heat. He's taken a lot of criticism. He has not played well. We're going to talk a little bit about that briefly. But Josh Allen, though he is not perfect, he is absolutely clutch. Stephon Diggs was very much back in this game, planning back in this game. And the reality is, you know, you watch Stephon Diggs' demeanor on the field in this game. He was in it. And we all know, Bills Mafia, this isn't something that, that you don't know. There's, 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 there's members out there that want to see him gone, which is fine. You can have your opinions and you can fan however you want to fan and I don't think anybody should necessarily challenge you if you don't like a player you're not going to like every player that's on your football team you're not going to like some of their mannerisms you're not going to like some of their comments but there's a national and even local media narrative that in my opinion is wildly dishonest and borderline reckless because the the fact is is as news journalists not guys like me that do this as a hobby but as the real, we'll call them blue checkers, the original verified guys on Twitter that are a part of the athletic, that are a part of the Buffalo News, that are a part of ESPN, that are a part of NFL Network. As these guys tell you things, us as fans, you and me, we have a tendency more often than not to believe them, even though they're shock jocks. They say things, the Emmanuel H.O.'s of the world, the Nick Wrights of the world, uh, Devin McCourty came out this week and said he studied every single one of Stefan Diggs's uh, re- re- routes or pass plays, and it was clear that the Buffalo Bills are trying to prove a point and phase him out of the offense. Look, the Buffalo Bills can't phase Stefan Diggs out of the offense. They are on the hook with him to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. He is untradeable, and he is uncuttable. Stefan Diggs is going nowhere. And it, all the Buffalo Bills would be doing is playing their absolute selves by putting a $30 million on the cap guy on the bench or 25 or whatever it is and not throw the football to him. It's lunacy to even report stupid stuff like that. But then you watch this game. And you see that Stephon Diggs is very much in the game. He's doing all the things pregame that he always does, loving the moment, living in the moment, 
uh, noodling around the fans, throwing the football, yada, yada, yada. Then after the game, during the game, whatever, he was great. And after the game, he, you know, him and Josh clearly scripted whatever that cover the mouth, yada, 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 which I've heard different people say that what they were mumbling was four more to go or four more, four more, four more, basically the amount of games they got to win now to win the Super Bowl. There was a very aggressive hug caught on video with huge smiles between him and McDermott. And yes, I know winning cures all ails. I know that. I know that winning cures every problem that you have. A rising tide lifts all boats. And I know that when you're down and out and when you're six and six and when you're five and five and when you're not getting the football, some of that stress and emotion comes out. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I want out of town. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to take my ball and I want to go home. That's not what that means. It just means sometimes you're frustrated. When have you seen Stefan Diggs come out and say any of the things that Jamar Chase has said this year or ever? Jamar Chase came out this week and said in regards to his contract and T. Higgins, I don't know. I mean, he might be here if uh, I don't take all the money. Imagine Buffalo. Imagine this city and Bill's Mafia if Stefan Diggs, in regards to pick another player on this team, James Cook, whoever's up for a contract. Stefan Diggs comes out and says at his locker, you know what? I'm renegotiating my contract because I deserve more money. And then they're like, well, what about James Cook? Or what about blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I don't know. They'll be here if, if there's any money left because I'm going to take it all. Just, just imagine what would happen. And we would run him out of town on a rail. On a rail. But Stefan Diggs was very much into this game. He was in the game plan. It was great. We'll talk about stats in a minute. The offensive line settled in nicely, as did Josh, as the game progressed. The Buffalo Bills have to do something about, and I said this on one of the shows last week, and somebody challenged me that no quarterback likes pressure up the middle. It's true. No quarterback does. But, Josh, what, what teams' defenses try to do early is they try to get more than one guy pressuring Josh up the middle. And Josh immediately gets happy feet because he's trying to stay in the pocket because that's part of what the game plan dictates, what they're trying to get him to do. He does. He is allowed to, and he does break the pocket when necessary. But you can tell there's a difference between who Josh Allen was in 2020, 2021, even 2022 versus who he's trying to be now, which is don't escape so early. Give the, give the line an opportunity to do their job. Give the play an opportunity to develop before you bail. Josh Allen just does not do well in first halves of games where he's getting pressure straight up the middle in his face. He just doesn't like it and he gets happy feet and he gets erratic and he does things like that pass that he threw to Gabe Davis. It was intercepted by Eli Apple, where if you watch it from the, the, the end zone view that they showed, he's all the way to the right. Again, we can't see his eyes, but he's all the way to the right and doesn't even look just jerks his head. And as he's jerking his head back, his arm is already in motion. He had no clue where Gabe Davis was. He had an idea of where Gabe Davis may have supposed to have been, but he didn't know where the defender was. He didn't know where Gabe Davis was. That was probably the first time that Josh Allen has thrown an interception that I have seen since 2018 where I yelled at the TV what was that when it happened like what like when it when that when it when he threw that interception even from the game broadcast view you were like where like Gabe Davis is 15 20 feet away you threw it right at Eli Apple who was completely out of position Eli Apple had Josh waited a half a breath to see where Gabe was, it was a touchdown, but he didn't. He just jerked back and threw it straight at Eli Apple. And like, they weren't even like Eli Apple was getting beaten on that play. Josh threw it right at him. So 
Josh gets a little bit of happy feet. We might talk a little bit about that too. And then the defense. You just can't say you can want Sean McDermott fired as much as you want. And if we're going to talk about correcting and if we're going to talk about repeating, going back to the things that we have said as content creators, which I am one, my words were this. If the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Vaughn Miller, James Cook, these guys, the talent, if if the Buffalo Bills with the talent that is on this roster, with everything that we have seen, Leslie Frazier stepping away, Ken Dorsey getting fired, if the Buffalo Bills and all the turmoil, Sean McDermott taking over playing calling, if the Buffalo Bills with this roster with Josh Allen miss the playoffs to the likes of the Steelers, the Browns, and the Colts who have backup quarterbacks, there should be conversation about has Sean McDermott taken this team as far as he can possibly take it. That was the quote that I said. Now, nobody's calling me out on that quote, but I just want to clarify what I said. I was never a fire Sean McDermott guy. I said if. If the Bills miss the playoffs to those three teams that all have backup quarterbacks and you got Josh Allen, there probably needs to be some difficult conversations about whether or not you've taken this team as far as you can possibly take it. Well, the good news is, as we sit here on January 8th, 2024, and the Buffalo Bills not only made the playoffs, but they're the AFC East champions and the number two seed, which I believe is the highest seed they've been in Sean McDermott's tenure. Wildly improbable, not impossible, but it just shows you the coach that he is. This defense has played so well down the stretch. They played so well in this game. They did exactly what they had to do to slow that Miami Dolphins team down when it needed to be slowed, confused to enough and got him off his spot enough to beat a very good Miami offense that let's be honest, if any member of Bill's mafia sits there and says, I was never nervous when the Dolphins offense was on the field. You are a liar. That is, that might be because of Tyree kill one of the scare and even a chain. They're one of the scariest offenses I think I've ever seen the Bills play against. Even when you know what's coming, the the, the Chris Collinsworth drift route conversation, even when you know everybody in the world knows that play is coming, Tua generally completes it. And and, and Tyreek is wide open. And there's a chance we it's the same, it's very similar to, to the same exact play. That that was ran in the 13 second game when 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 uh, Tyreek had the long touchdown pass. He came from the left side, drifted across the right, ran that 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 drifting post, took it, and then flashed the deuces. Same exact play. It, it's a, the same exact play that Mahomes used to throw. It's borderline unstoppable unless the quarterback is inaccurate, which Tua was a lot in this football game. Primarily because of what the Bills defense was doing to him. He was his his already very fast clock was sped up. All that to say this about the Miami offense. I'm very glad that we hopefully should not see this team again this year. Because <laughs> this, it used to be the team I didn't want to play was the Chiefs. And then the team, even this year, that I didn't want to play was the Bengals. I am firmly cemented that the team I don't want to play this year again is the Dolphins. Give me the Chiefs all day long. And the Chiefs in Kansas City in 10-degree weather against a very, very depleted Dolphins team, should win that playoff game next week. But if we do, the good news is, is if we do see the Dolphins 
again this year, playoffs 2024 for the 2023 season, it should be, will be in Buffalo. Bill's got to do what they got to do first in their next week against the Steelers. But it was awesome this week to see the smack talk on social media. It was awesome this team this year to, or this week rather to see the rivalry. It's it's been budding. I've bookmarked so many tweets over the last several months. It's just great to see this rivalry back on. It, I don't know if you caught it if you uh, tuned in early enough. Uh, NBC did a great spot with Jim Kelly and Dan Marino just talking about this rivalry in the early 90s and and going back and forth. And the reality is, is the Bills owned the Dolphins back then. I talk about it often on all these shows because everybody always loves to talk about Jim Kelly's not a whatever top 10 quarterback in the in NFL history. But meanwhile, yes, he had a good team, but the dude was clutch against the Dolphins. Dan Marino could not beat Jim Kelly. It just was what it was. Uh, but there was a great spot. But it's great to see just this rivalry back on I, it's it's there's something about uh nostalgia there's something about history there's something about the memories of some of our childhoods when it was always about the dolphins and the dolphins you know we befuddled them we drove them crazy they just couldn't do enough to get past us hall of fame quarterback hall of fame head coach in don shula like history there and they just could not beat this bills team and i'm going to be honest with you it's great to be back in that spot and you know they're going to get their licks they're going to win their share of games but at the end of the day it's fun this is a fun time to be a bills fan it's a fun time maybe not to be a dolphins fan but the experience this week on social media has been great. Uh, I've got so many more bookmark tweaks, tweets rather that I have to unbookmark or at least respond to for today from Dolphin fans. I unblocked a couple guys today to go after him. So yeah, bring me all the petty. All all the petty is happening uh, this next couple of days. Like Joe Joe Miller is going to be all up in in X land or Twitter land or whatever you want to call it, uh, recalling cashing in receipts, if you will, uh, because there is a uh, there's some debts to be paid. We'll just say it that way. There's some debts. And even to the, uh, oh, my, oh, yeah, this is some takeover, blah, 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 blah. And then you see that stadium uh, post game and how many Bills fans were in that stadium. It was pretty incredible. So uh, you also saw the relief in coach. You saw the relief in your head coach. This was one of the most emotional responses I think we have ever heard from Sean McDermott. From dancing in the locker room, which I know is somewhat cliche, head coaches have big wins and they're supposed to go in there and, you know, Harbaugh's breaking it down and getting low and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, and McDermott isn't, li listen, McDermott is, uh, he's, I will tell you this, he's stoic, but he knows when to use his emotions, especially in personal times. And I'm just going to leave it at that. He is not callous. He is not, uh, while he's guarded, he's not completely impenetrable. Uh, he understands his emotions. He understands how to use his emotions and when to use his emotions, especially in what I would consider some of his personal life things. And, that's, and this is just something that I can tell you. You'll have to trust me. I'm not going to tell you why I know this stuff. But we saw a different side of Sean McDermott post-game, the relief, the weight that was lifted from him upon winning the AFC East and accomplishing this task. You you have to point back to last season, Damar Hamlin, Leslie Frazier leaving, all the stuff that happened with Kim Pagula into this season, you know, firing Ken Dorsey, which I'm sure he didn't necessarily want to do, being questioned. The Tyler Dunn article, 
all of the things that have come out in the national media, blah, blah, like the weight that had been lifted off of his shoulders. Absolutely incredible. And this was actually on WGR. I got it this morning. And this is Sal Capaccio interviewing Sean McDermott on the field. I don't know if you've caught this yet or if you've heard this yet, but this is Sean McDermott is giddy. <laughs> Sean McDermott is giddy in this interview. And so is Sal Capaccio. Listen to this. We had some guys going down. Um, I just, I can't tell you how proud I am of these guys, man. Josh Allen, wh what a leader. What a leader. What about the punt return for Deontay Harding? What that meant? Game changer. We were looking for that all year. Coach Smiley, Coach Harkey, those guys. Man, they took it to heart. They took it to heart. And they executed. Coach, I want you to turn around and see Bill's Mafia. Take a look at it right now. What's that say to you? It's awesome. It's so awesome, man. Congratulations, Coach. Have a great flight home. All right, thanks, man. All right. Hello, everyone back home, man. I know, man. It's going to be fun, isn't yeah, it? baby. Bill's right. Mafia. Four straight AFC East title. Sean McDermott, the Bill's head coach right there. The Bill's have done it, guys. They're home next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. One o'clock, four straight titles. They do it here in Miami. Is there a year of destiny? I don't I don't know. But when you listen to <laughs> the the interview has ended and Sean McDermott, I can't I didn't see it, so I'm only hearing it shut, but it sounds like the interview had ended and Sean McDermott turns back around and says, I love Bill's Mafia. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I just, I mean, all the feels, right? 
I mean, 1,000%, all the feels. You got a super chat real quick. Uh, my guy, Matt, Matt Gavenda. Matt, it's good to see you. I appreciate you being a part of the show. Matt says, what's your big thing going into this game with the Steelers? That return by Hardy changed it all. So that... I'm going to be so I'm going to address the second part first. That return by Hardy changed it all and I'm going to be transparent. I texted Jerry Ostrowski um which there's several of us that text on rumblings that text back and forth during games all the time. It's not abnormal which I'm sure a lot of you text your friends. Mike Kingsley who's in the chat texts me all the time during football games. They're the Bills games. I texted Jerry Ostrowski probably 3 minutes before that punt return, and I said, me thinks this game might be over. I just felt like I wasn't saying it was over. I was I was just saying where this is going. The Bills were down by seven. It just felt like there was no real momentum for the Buffalo Bills kind of before that happened. There was no real energy. It felt like the energy was waning. It felt like the Dolphins were starting to get the better of the Bills, and the Bills were starting to take on injuries. It just it didn't it, – it had that feeling that we all have, that we all have had, rather. Right. It just had a very woof. And then that punt return happened. And it like I was even in such a mood at that point that when he caught the ball on the five yard line, I didn't even respond to it in my head. Like, what are you doing? Why are you catching that football on the five? Let it go in the end zone. He caught it. He made his first break. He, he dips up to his right and then cuts to his left. And McKenna's on the couch and she goes, oh, my God, <laughs> like because she saw it coming. Like it was immediate as far as that goes, like and and just. Everything that that everything in that game shifted and cemented in that moment. Now there were challenges, like any good football game will have. There were challenges from that point, but what a moment! But that 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 is what, like the Naheem Hines first touchdown return, or I should say, kickoff return for a touchdown last year after the Demar Hamlin game. That is another one of those returns that's going to go down in our memories as amazing, unbelievable things that we will never forget. And as far as going uh, into the Steelers game, my feelings going to the Steelers game, the Bills just need to come out and beat themselves. They don't. They don't need to press. They don't need. The Steelers are going to do what the Steelers are going to do to lose that football game. They almost didn't want to win. Win against the Ravens. Ravens rather. So the, the, just go out there, be yourselves, play defense, play offense. Don't get cute. Don't get stupid. Don't try to be something you're not. Don't try to force it. The best thing the Bills can do is I'm going to say borderline be conservative right go into the football game with a good game plan and just execute it go home with the victory that Steelers team is not a good football team they've lost TJ Watt I believe for this game they've got a backup quarterback in in, in, in Rudolph uh which is a great story but I'm, I'm not buying into the story so uh yeah they've got a tough run game right the double-headed run game so shut down that run game Score your points. Do what you got to do. Get out of the game. Uh, Matthew, uh, thank you so much for the super chat. I also got another one from Payton Plays. Payton, thank you so much for being a part of the show. He says, late to the show. Happy Victory Monday. I think this might have been Sean's best coached game. I would agree with you on that. Could gain, uh, could gone south in so many ways. Defense was light out. It lights out. Not only that, and I, I think I've got it in my notes, not only was it his best coached game, and, and it could have gone south in so many ways, he stayed aggressive. He stayed aggressive on offense and more importantly he stayed aggressive on defense i was waiting for the the soft prevent defense to show up like in the last couple of drives by the dolphins and and he didn't since that eagles game so 
I think in the show after the Eagles game, I said, can Sean McDermott learn from this? Because we have seen he has not learned from games in the past. And he did. He learned from that game to stay aggressive. The, if you remember, the Eagles scored 30 points in the second half of that football game to eventually go on and win, of which I think that was the last game the Eagles won. That's the last time the Eagles won was against us in a game where Sean McDermott went conservative and the Bills defense gave up 30 points. Now, I know he said we didn't change anything. They did. They changed a lot in the second half of that game. The most impressive thing to me was the fact that the Bills defense stayed aggressive late when it mattered. I don't care what anybody says. There's, we all know, we, every every football fan knows what the pre prevent defense is. It's a prevent a win defense because you give up plays when you shouldn't and you let teams back in and you let them think they've got a chance. If you're going to go down, and you've heard Sean say this, go down swinging, right? Just go down swinging. And that's effectively what we have watched in the last five weeks of this season. The Bills have gone down not gone down the bills have have basically put put all the marbles all the chips in the middle of the table and have said look if we're going to go down we're going to go down being aggressive we're going to go down playing our football game we're not going to let you back in uh you're gonna have to earn it right you're gonna have to earn it so it was fantastic Peyton thank you so much for being a part of the show and thank you for that super chat uh super super awesome uh where am i at in my notes uh da, 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 da. so the buffalo bills yes uh just the emotional response on sean mcdermott what a moment what an absolute, absolutely awesome moment. Yes, two-seed playoffs uh, going through B Buffalo. You think about it would be poetic. However, just get in, of which they knew they were already in because the Jacksonville Jaguars, woof. <laughs> Two epic collapses this season between the Eagles and the Jaguars, eventually putting the Jaguars out of the playoffs. Uh, the Dolphins could probably be considered a, somewhat of a, a little bit of a, a borderline collapse as well, losing three, what is it, three of their last five games. Uh, to basically lose the AFC East and end up with the sixth seed, um, just get in. And the Bills did not only get in, but they got the two seed. Uh, but I asked, who was it? I asked somebody. I don't remember if it was Fina. It might have been Fina. I said, how often, how sustainable is it that the Buffalo Bills can ugly down a game, right? So basically bring a team that that executes somewhat precisionly. Is that a word? Uh, they, they, they execute on a very precise basis. And basically, how often can the Bills just turn it into an ugly football game and make you play their game, which is an ugly style of football right now, and win? And I said, you know, I don't want to disparage the Dolphins because they do things well. They have an excellent execution of their offense. They do a very good job. It's very precise. It's very timed. It's very, it's not something that's just like, we're going to line up and just run the football down your throat. Like, that's not who they are. They're not. Najee Harris. That's not who they are. They're they're very much based on precision and excellence. However, can the Bills dumb that down? Can they ugly it up? And the Bills did it again. They uglied this game. It was an ugly win, and I don't even give a crap if they can keep. If if we win a Super Bowl ugly, we won the Super Bowl, right? If we win the AFC Championship game ugly, we won the AFC Championship game. At the end of the day, I don't care. Just win. Is 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 much as it's a heart attack and it's a cardiac issue and my blood pressure is going through the roof and I would much rather see them win by 30 or lose by 30 at the end of the day, just win, right? L Davis, just win baby. But the dolphins are depleted on defense. Uh, the Buffalo Bills su suffered some key injuries. We're going to wait and hear what's going on with Dotson with uh, Davis with Douglas. And then obviously Ty Johnson had the concussion. Deion Dawkins has a, had a laceration on his hand, they said, which they stitched. And all I can think about is how unfun it would be to play 
with stitches in your hand as an offensive lineman where your job is to grab people, but that's another conversation for another day. Uh, we got a good look at Balen Specter in this football game, and I thought he played well. Uh, and depending on how hurt Gabe is, we may see what this offense looks like from a game plan perspective without him in it next week, uh, which I would guess against the Steelers, they may not force some of these guys back into the lineup because this is a the Steelers are a team that kind of backed in. I know you 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 want to feel like we backed in, but you don't really back in as the AFC East champions and the number two seed. Shurfield played well. Shakir played very well. I continue to be wrong about Sh- uh, Shakir, and I love it. I'm here for it. Prove me wrong every single Sunday, Khalil. Prove me wrong every single Sunday. And uh, if we don't see a lot of Gabe Davis or if we don't see Gabe Davis, you've got to wonder if we're going to see a little more reliance on that two tight end set and the ball getting into Kincaid's hands and Dawson's hands, Kincaid of which who had a fantastic football game yesterday. Uh, What do I got here? I want to talk about the story of the football game, but I'm not going to get there yet. We all know the plays of the game. I'm just trying to speed it up because I'm getting a little bit deep in my notes here, and I'm getting a little bit long. There were some positives in this game, right? Uh, super, super good positive games. The fourth and one for the Bills' own 36-yard line. Dude, I was a I was a ball of nerves. You're on your own 36, fourth and one, and you're going for it, down by a touchdown, putting them in field goal range. I know you trust your defense, but holy crap. And I know what they said. The analytics say you go for it here, yada, yada, yada. It's still unsettling. Uh, for a football team that traditionally and historically we have seen punt on their own or on the on the opposing team's 42 to see them go for it on their own 36 was something. The incredible catch by Trent Sherfield was amazing. The pat, the pass, the ball uh, rocketing off the helmet of Van Ginkle and then uh, the toe tap. That's going to be a highlight thing that we're going to see all. There was a lot of highlights from this game. And then obviously the punt return from Deion Hardy, uh, Deontay Hardy negatives. Josh's first pick. Uh, you know, we talked about that a little bit. Josh's fumble. And more importantly, from a negative standpoint, you know, Torrance one-on-one with Christian Wilkins, like, really? So the whole entire offensive line is sliding to their left, and you've got Torrance, a rookie, isoed on one of the best defensive tackles in football, and he beats him. Like, just makes him look silly. puts him, He turns him into a turnstile, and then Josh fumbles the football. That wasn't great. And the reality is, is, you know, what do we make of this version of Josh Allen? I know that Josh Allen has always kind of had a history and a, a knack for, for fumbling the football, but the Bills have, by and large, gotten those fumbles back. But Josh Allen has, in the last couple of years, really turned the football over a bunch. And I, I don't know how that's happening. I don't know why that's happening. I, you know, obviously, it's reiterated and confirmed in his mind daily, weekly, whatever you want to say, locker room and probably when he's at home on his couch, whatever that you know he's got to shore that stuff up and he's got to stop putting the ball in harm's way, but it continues the biggest game of the Bills season and he's got three turnovers in this football game. The 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 interceptions they didn't hurt him in this football game. One of them was an arm punt and I know people don't like that term, but the fourth and two in the end zone. He shouldn't have thrown that football, but it was an arm punt, whatever, but it's just concerning, and I and I, I got to wonder how long it, it's again sustainable. We keep coming back to this term: sustain. How how long can you sustain winning when you're winning ugly? How long can you sustain winning when you're hurting yourself with turnovers and interceptions from primarily one player, uh, who's the best player on the team? Which is why we give him grace. But it's just 
I'm just throwing it out there. You know, it it is what it is. But you know, stats be damned. You you just you can't look at 2023 Josh and feel like you're looking at the same guy who was as dangerous with the football in his hands as anyone in 20 and 20, uh, 20 and 20, 2020 and 2021 and the the limited turnovers interceptions that he had in those years. So Josh was throwing the ball what 70% 80% of the time in 2020 and 2021 and had far fewer interceptions and far fewer oh my god what was that throws than he's having now and even though his stats are better which is strange I know it just looks different and maybe that's okay. Maybe this is what we're going to get for the balance of his career. I just <laughs> prefer 2020, 2021, Josh. I know, I know. Well, they didn't win the Super Bowl in 2020 and 2021. And if they win the Super Bowl in 2023, then, you know, maybe that's what it is. Well, the defense also wasn't as good back then as it is right now. And defense, as we know, still wins championships. Doing my best to get through this, everybody. I apologize if I'm keeping you long. Uh, story of this football game real fast, you know, as it usually is, this was the tale of two different halves. Uh, I felt the offense and defense played well throughout the game. Uh, the bills did enough to win this game in the first half. They just weren't finishing. And a lot of that were, you know, obviously turnovers. Um, there was the incredible stop, uh, on Ty Johnson at the goal line. And I would just basically leave everybody with this. I know that McDermott called out Josh or at least the offensive coordinator with the route concepts. Uh, you know, that that, that ball's got to go to the end zone. There was no receiver in the end zone. Go back and look at it. There was there was nobody to throw the football to in the end zone. So Josh picked the right guy, picked the right route, picked the right throw, and Ty Johnson got stopped. Probably, if, if that ball's thrown 10 times, he's probably scoring a touchdown, nine of them. So you can say what you want. I don't think that was on Josh. I thought it was fine. Uh, the game seemed to slow up, in my opinion, in the second half as both teams you know, punted with their first possessions. The Dolphins went on a punting rampage in that second half. They just could not get their offense going in the right direction. The Bills' defense was very much, as I said, really kind of getting them sideways. You just felt like as the half wore on, especially after that Deontay Hardy punt return, that the Miami offense was just not going to find themselves. And that window was getting wider and wider and wider for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it was just a freaking fantastic football game all around. Let's do this. Stats real quick. I'm just going give to them, give them to you very quick, and then I'm going to read the tweets, read your tweets. Uh, player stats for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, 30 of 38. Not bad. That's uh, better than 75%, I think. 359, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Josh Allen ran the ball 15 times for 67 yards. A couple of them were clutch. James Cook, 13 for 36. Leonard Fournette. Seven for 20. Ty Johnson, one for five. Again, one out of the game with a concussion. Cleo Shakir, six for 105. He had the big long, two, he had two long passes, right? Uh, Stefan Diggs, seven for 87. It was great to see him back in the fold, uh, back in the game plan, uh, averaging 12.4 yards per reception. Dalton Kincaid, seven of 84. Trent Sherfield, three of 24. This is another one of those games where Josh just hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight or nine different receivers just all over the place. As far as uh, the Dolphins go, Tua was 17 of 27 uh, for 173, one touchdown and two interceptions. Devonte eight or you know, Devon A. Chain, sorry, 10 carries, 56 yards. Jeff Wilson, nine for 45. Uh, Tyreek was seven receptions for 82 and a touchdown. You're going to take those numbers. I know he dropped a lot of passes, but you're going to take. And it was because the, some of the passes were contested and some of them were off the mark, which is because of your defense. 
Uh, I'm going to take seven for 82 against Tyreek Hill every Sunday. Smythe, three for 30. Cedric Wilson Jr., one for 24. Blah, 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 blah. Just kind of goes down the list. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about uh, your tweets, Bills Mafia. I haven't done this in a couple of weeks because over the holidays, I wanted to stay married. So this show did not happen. So I apologize to any of you that missed this show. But um, the holidays, my wife and my family are more important. I hope you can forgive me for that. Um, uh, after this football game, I I, I tweeted out uh, from the overreaction handle, that's a wrap, R-A-P-P. The Bills just clinched the AFC East for the fourth straight time, uh, two seed. They got the number two seed. That's uh, How's that win got you feeling, Bills Mafia, reading your tweets live? Yada, yada, yada. Here we go. Just keep winning, says Saxa Dave, my guy, all the way from across the pond. Feeling like we're back from the dead. I'm relieved, stressed, frustrated, concerned, more about injuries, euphoric, and older. <laughs> it's all our hearts, man, our tickers. Our tickers are taking it. We're all feeling older. AFC East champions again and the two seed. Wildest dreams land. You said it. I got to repost it. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve Westerhout says just the gif of, uh, I forget who the wrestlers would going. Woo. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, Mimi, Mimi Fina in the house says absolute love, absolutely love seeing all the different players making huge plays and the amount of momentum that uh, record setting punt return gave while the streams land once more. She says, I'd say yes. Go Bills. Go Bills. Scottish Bills uh, Bills Mafia meet Jason all the way from Scotland. It's amazing to me how many interactions I get from people, not from the United States. And I love it. It's freaking amazing. It was never in doubt, he says, apart from the turnovers, the drops, the injuries, and the inability to score. <laughs> if you've not met Jason, Jason's awesome. Uh, but when it mattered, we came through. Hardy's run and TD, Sherfield's insane catch for a score, Raps clinching interception, and of course, the alien himself, Josh Allen. What a season. What a season indeed. Richard Rush, my guy, Richard R. Rush, too, who's in the chat right now. It wasn't easy. It never, uh, never is being a Bills fan. Bills fan, rather. But we got the job done. I love being the beast of the East and the number two seed. Now let's get the job done and finish this thing. Go Bills. Jose Whosoever underscore 777. So are the Bills to the Dolphins what the Patriots were to the Bills during the Tom Brady era? Yes, Jose, they are. And if that's the case, I can uh, I can kind of empathize with Fish fans. That's funny because I can't. <laughs> uh, and uh, with Fish fans and their social media meltdown. I mean, I love it, but I can also empathize. He says, go Bills. That's awesome. Uh, Bill S says, uh, CRZY Bill, I'll admit I was losing faith middle of the season, but ecstatic about being the number two seed. Our D is playing so great right now. And with Allen, we can beat anyone. Let's see if we can keep this thing going. Go Bills. Peyton says, well, I guess there's only one thing left to do. And this is the gift from Major League. What's that? Win the whole thing. My guy, uh, Brian Bowers, Brian Anthony at B underscore easy four. Honestly, I was almost ready to give up at some point in the second half, but then I reminded myself uh, of this. The Dolphins haven't really beaten anyone and haven't done much in this game. The Bills, as usual, as usual, were beating themselves. Even with all that, this team still found a way to take the division. Yeah, dude, they finished. That, 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 that's the big word. They found a way to take the, the, the division. They finished this game. The resiliency that this team has is incredible. Pamela at Pamadonna. I never know how to feel before a game anymore. Will they win? Will they lose? I'm resolved to the fact that it's always going to be a ride, a roller coaster, if you will, Pamela. They were six and six over a month ago, and now AFC champs. They definitely keep us on our toes. Watch, this is the year we win it all. Uh, I hope that does happen. 
like I like where you're going with that, Pamela. Uh, Mike Graham at All Right Mike 13. Mixed emotions, Joe. I want second half Josh Allen throughout the playoffs. He definitely made me look dumb, and I'll take that. Uh, or I'll take that L, AFC East champs. Let's go, Bills. So I'm guessing Mike Graham put some stuff out there into uh, cyberspace just about Josh frustrating him a little bit in some way or shape or, shape or another. Uh, Bills Media 716. They counted us out, Joe. We still have work to do. Like Diggs said, four more. But, man, words can't describe how I felt when Rap picked that ball off. Three months of nonstop trash talk from Finns fans, all to take the division away in the last game of the year. Last play of the year is absolutely true. And he says, hashtag wild streams land. Totally retweeting that. C-Dub, hashtag Bills Mafia. This is from Chris Wells. I'm feeling pretty all right. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> Xavier Stutz. Uh, Josh tried to tweet or tried to lose, but Tua is way better at throwing games. Hope the fish has fun in KC. Heard it's going to be cold. It's also going to be cold in Buffalo. I saw the weather report today. They're saying like 2024 snowstorms. Not looking forward to that. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not. Uh, Leon B says, hashtag wildest dreams land. Go Bills. Go Bills indeed. Uh, Bills nega tweet. So N-E-G-A tweet at who is FCS? Josh does not dwell on the mistakes. Unfazed like the mind eraser thing in Men in Black. Or better yet, and I saw this last night, uh, Josh Allen, to Ted Lasso's point, is a goldfish. But just, just be a goldfish, Josh. And Josh does a good job of just being a goldfish. Uh, Autumn at Autumn Sports says, uh, I don't know, A-L-D-N-F. Uh, she's got a bunch of letters in tears. Buffalo. I don't know what, some of you young folk probably know what she's saying with all of these letters. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to put it in the chat. I'm going to put it in the, in the chat here real quick. So, And then you guys can tell me what she's saying because I know that this means something. I'm just too old to know what it means. Uh, in tears, bills by a billion, win the whole damn thing, she says. Bills backers of Kansas City has got the, gifts that said, the, the gift that said, I never had a doubt in my mind. I love it. Lakeezy, we, we cooked the Dolphins. Chiefs will flash freeze the leftovers next week. Go Bills. Anthony at Cattle Dog Dad says, the last few minutes got me like, and he's got Fred Sanford like having a heart attack. Uh, Charles Byrne says, uh, I don't know what's more priceless, Sherfield scoring a touchdown off of a badly thrown ball or the look on Mike Daniels' face. Uh, Mike Daniels had some great screenshots, of which I took a couple and reposted them. Uh, yeah, he needs to get control of his face in these football games because he has very much the mouth agape and like what is happening type stuff. Uh, Pops Mafia. Uh, has the, the the picture of Josh Allen holding the baby dolphin or the baby dolphins fan, Ryan Kelly. 100% true story. I told my Dolphins fan, buddy, I'd trade Sherfield to Miami for a hot dog. Hardy and Rap, uh, not far behind for preseason for preseason acquisition letdowns, and we win the game because of Sherfield, Hardy, and Rap. Uh, couldn't make this up. Big baller beanie. So, yeah, he's basically, Ryan's just saying, like, what a turnaround, right? Three guys that we thought were wastes of free agents win this game, win the AFC East for the Bills. Great, great stuff. Zach Jennings, never a doubt. Seriously, though, it got me shook. It got me stirred. Oh, wait. That was just my drink. <laughs> Thankful for this win. Can't wait for the Steelers to visit us. Fourth straight title. Keeping this run going is pure bliss. Hashtag wildest dreams land. Charles Byrne. Uh, I think Charles is in here twice. This is the second time. Uh, the Bills need more long sustained drives, mixing up looks as well as run pass, uh, run and pass plays. Still quite predictable once the offense lines up. If a viewer can recognize it, imagine what a pro athlete can see. Also, Josh needs to stop turning over the ball with the hero ball toss-ups. I would say this. If if the, the viewer can see it, what do the pros see? They see it too, but for some reason, they just can't stop it. And that's what the most important thing is. Johnny O, happy to play the Steelers, and hopefully they get uh, some players back and a lot of 
and a lot of keeping the guys out was more for cautionary reasons. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, hoping that the injuries aren't bad, that the reason they 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 held them out of the game is because they were injured. They just wanted precautionary wise. So yeah. Totally got you, Johnny. Good uh, good tweet. Thank you for being a part of the show. James Alexander Perks. Uh, I'm elated. I'm spent. I'm wide awake. No sleep tonight for me. This team is a roller coaster. This QB is a maverick. I wouldn't change him for any other from 6-6 six to six to 11-6 and six in a division title win. Wildest dreams land. Uh, guys, we did it. Go Bills. Bring on the Steelers. Vin A has uh, never over with this guy, and he's got Josh Allen Gift doing the uh, John Brown arm whip thing, which his arms are not as fast as... Uh, <laughs> John Browns. Uh, Mrs. KCB exhausted, she says. Go Bills. Tom, amazing. It worked out. Uh, fair. It did. Uh, Arthur Majizak. I can't pronounce his last name. I apologize. I love our Buffalo Bills and keep going to win your rings. Yes, let's keep going and let's win them rings. Terry Lynn says, got a couple more for you. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Go Bills, she says. Love that. It. It's hello. Uh, why not four more W's? Why not? I agree. And then we got another one from Colty with the uh, the uh, Major League. Uh, what's left to do? Let's go and win the whole entire thing. Uh, happy Unicorn. This is the last one for you. Josh Allen is the MVP of any thinking person who actually watches games. No player means more to their city and more to their team than Joshua Patrick Allen. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Hashtag Josh Allen quarterback. Hashtag Josh Allen QB for MVP. Those, ladies and gentlemen, are your tweets. And I got it done in under an hour. How about that? I was uh, nervous there for a minute. I'm just being honest with you guys. So I put that thing that uh, Autumn put in there, and nobody, nobody's got anything. So maybe, maybe she was just pounding the keyboard out of excitement. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was one of those things where, like the if you know, you know type things, where like uh, da, 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 like it all lines up to something. Uh, but yeah, I don't know either. So, but uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's Victory Monday. It's going to be Victory Tuesday tomorrow and Victory Wednesday. There's going to be a lot of highlights from this game. There's going to be a lot of change in conversation around the Buffalo Bills nationally and probably locally uh, to the tune of, oh, no, you let them in. And not only did you let them in the playoffs, they have the two seed, which means they're at least guaranteed if they win this week, two home field playoff games. And if the Ravens lose one of the next two games, or I should say next week, not they're not playing this week, but if the Ravens lose next week, then the Buffalo Bills, like the road to the Super Bowl goes through Buffalo if the Bills keep winning gonna be a lot of fun conversation there's gonna be a lot of people trying to play i told you so look shape your own opinions form your own thoughts do your own re-watching of the games look at plays again slowly right just just don't buy into narratives have fun enjoy this victory for goodness sakes bills mafia afc east champions two years and or four years two years four years in a row and this, I'm going to give it to you again. This is your coach's interview at the end of the game. We had some guys going down. Um, I just, I can't tell you how proud I am of these guys, man. Josh Allen, what a leader. What a leader. What about the punt return for Deontay Hardy and what that meant? Game changer. We were looking for that all year. Coach Smiley, Coach Harkey, those guys, man, they took it to heart. They took it to heart, and they executed. Coach, I want you to turn around and see Bill's Mafia. Take a look at it right now. What's that say to you? It's awesome. It's so awesome, man. Congratulations, Coach. Have a great flight home. All right, thanks, man. All right. Hello, everyone back home, man. I know, man. It's going to be fun, isn't it, baby? Don't stop it. Four straight (laughs) AFCs.
So awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show. Brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Thank you guys so much. Uh, the John Fina Show looks like it's going to be Tuesday. Uh, John is traveling uh, today being Monday, so he is uh, unavailable. Uh, so we're going to try to go tomorrow, Tuesday, probably midday, somewhere between 4 Eastern and 6 Eastern. Uh, so I apologize for that. But uh, at the end of the day, this is not our jobs. This is basically a hobby for us and duty calls. So appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Enjoy this win. Enjoy this week. Next week, Steelers, Bills, 1 o'clock Sunday. First round wild card weekend, Buffalo Bills, two seed. Love you guys. Go Bills. <laughs>